What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Second Door on the Left podcast. Thank you, as always, for listening. I am your host, Drew House. In the intro on this episode, season three, episode nine, don't have a title yet, but uh, I will by the time it's published. I guarantee you that. In the intro here, here, I wanted to give some kudos to the top 10 teams in the nation, according to the college football playoff rankings. The regular season is kaput. We are uh, on the doorstep of championship week. It is November 28, 9.48 p.m. out here in the old garage. And uh, we're a few days away, a couple days away, really, uh, from getting championship week started. Um, We'll get to some of the games later on in the show, but uh, definitely wanted to give a shout out to the top 10. And here's the order. Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan, Central Florida, Florida, and LSU. That is the top 10. Four SEC teams in the top 10. If you go into the top 25, you get Kentucky at 15, uh, my Bulldogs at 18, Texas A&M at 19, and Missouri at 24. So a total of eight SEC teams in the top 25, according to the college football playoff rankings, which is the only one that matters. You know, BCS sitting around anymore. Uh, I just found that out last week. Just kidding. Um, Yep, intro. So shout out to those teams. Um, Shout out to the SEC. Well represented in the top 25. That's going to do it for the intro, man. Hit the music. Thank you, as always, Griswolds. You know, when I'm in doubt on a song, um, a direction I want to go for the podcast, you know, that particular episode, I'm not quite sure. And I want to proceed with, you know, laying out commentary such as this. I go back to a good old Live This Nightmare by the Griswolds, and it's done. I mean, it's an awesome intro. So, Josh House, shout out, man. Happy birthday to uh, baby Frankie, who is a uh, full three days old now. So, that's awesome. Hope all is well, brother. Yeah, so the top 10 teams had to throw a little love back in the intro um, because this episode is going to be chalk full of football. And the reason being, uh, we did the review show, the the Thanksgiving leftovers. This is the preview show for, you know, the upcoming week of of gridiron action. So it's probably not going to be a long one. I've been banging out a, a few longer episodes, which is cool, but... I have this episode planned tonight, and then I also have another one planned for Friday. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do one Friday because Saturday morning, I'm going to be participating in the St. Jude Half Marathon, uh, 8 a.m. Saturday morning. Been looking forward to this for a long time. You know, St. Jude is an awesome cause in uh, the city of Memphis, and, uh, you know, just unlimited things that they do for for kids and and their families. So happy to be running uh, for that. So I'm thinking about, you know, putting a a podcast together Friday night, you know, just as a, you know, as a, I don't know, a way to express my gratitude and uh, just the feelings of of good times. It's going to be the last day of November, and then we'll be officially getting into uh, December uh, the following day, race day. So that's cool. So, but I got, I have something planned. I have something planned. Just, <laughs> just trust and believe. Okay. But first things first, 
we are in this untitled episode as of the recording of this podcast, but of course, uh, you already know the, the, uh, title. So, um, I wonder if that's kind of like a, a cool thing for you, the listener, knowing the title, knowing something I don't know right now as you're listening. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Uh, there's some, there are some good matchups in the world of college football this weekend. And I had to, I had, I had to get into it uh, on a little more national level. I mean, it, it was time. I'm going to go over six conferences right now and, uh, hit you with those championship games who I think is going to do what, um, to the best of my ability. Cause a lot of my knowledge, uh, it falls within the realm of the SEC. But here we go. Friday night, 7 o'clock on Fox. You got the Pac-12 championship, number 17, Utah, who is 9-3. And, three. and uh, they're going to be playing the Washington Huskies, the number 11th ranked Huskies. Also, 9-3 and three record. Uh, can't really tell you much about either one of these teams. Um, so I'm going to go with Washington. I'm going to go with the Washington Huskies. In this one, they've had a couple of good years, I do believe, lately. So, no, not that Utah isn't Utah Utes. I'm, I'm not going to go with the Utes uh, this time around. Give me Washington in that game. Uh, Saturday, the first race day. I should be 11 o'clock. I'll be done by the, with the race by then. Uh, the race is in. You know, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm definitely going to lay a podcast down about it. Uh, Clemson Pitt, uh, against Pitt. ACC championship, 11 o'clock Saturday, ABC, number two, Clemson, 12 and 0 on the season. Pitt is seven and five uh, on the season. Actually, you know what? Actually, I wrote down that's not 11 o'clock. That's a seven o'clock kickoff. Pump the brakes on that one. Let's go to the Texas Oklahoma rematch. That game is at 11 o'clock on ABC. Forgive me. It's the Big 12 championship. It's a rematch of the only loss that Oklahoma had all year. Texas did get them earlier this year. Texas is number 14 with a 9-3 and record. Oklahoma is the fifth-ranked team in the nation, as mentioned, and they are 11-1. I like Oklahoma in the rematch. Give me Oklahoma in that one. Uh, the SEC championship, 3 o'clock on good old CBS. You have the number one ranked. Alabama Crimson Tide 12 and 0 on the season facing number 4 Georgia Bulldogs 11 and 1 on the season the only loss coming at a a pretty good beatdown by LSU uh look back at that game 36 to 16 Georgia's uh one loss on the season regardless uh, the tide rolls man i mean right the tide rolls in this game I got to think at some point they just start rolling. That's just what they do. And I'm just as a as a fan of the sport, uh, I'm basically I've basically been programmed to think that for the most part. So, uh, yep, give me Alabama. Give me Alabama in that game. Uh, Then we move to the uh, then we can we can dive back into the ACC championship. Forgive me again. Number two, Clemson Pitt. Uh, I like Clemson in this game. Pitt seven and five. Playing in the ACC championship. That's cool. Uh, they're going to get beat down, I would think. Clemson rolls in this one. And then we go to the Big Ten championship, also being played at 7 o'clock uh, Saturday night. It's on Fox. Uh, it's the number 21 ranked Northwestern team, 8-4 and four on the season, against the number six ranked Ohio State, 
team, as mentioned, 11-1 for Ohio State. Their one loss came in a, a, a drubbing of, uh, uh, as well at the hands of Purdue. Yeah, Purdue gave Ohio State their only loss. Again, Northwestern may have uh, – you know, they're, they're a, a decent team, I think, but I got I to gotta go with Ohio State. I got to think they're riding uh, pretty high after that uh, beatdown they gave Michigan. So unless they're just, you know, have a complete emotional letdown, I like I like Ohio State in this one big. So uh, that covers pretty much the the power five right there. But I would be in big trouble if I didn't mention I would be in big trouble by one big Tommy Tigerson. Big Tommy Tigerson, you may or may not know who that is uh, based upon your listening history of this podcast. Um, but I would be in, I would be in trouble. So I'm going to give Big Tommy and his Tigers some love. They are eight and four, and they are playing Central Florida, the number eight ranked team in the nation, a rematch uh, of that one as well. And they're going to be playing for the uh, American Conference Championship, and it's going down uh, at two thirty, two thirty on ABC, I do believe. So um, do I like Memphis in this game? Well, do I like burnt popcorn? The answer is no, I don't. So I don't like Memphis in this game, uh, but I will say this. uh, I will allow Big Tommy to return to the show if Memphis does win. And you know what? We might let him come back anyways, but uh, because he's not, he hasn't been getting a hold of my phone. I, I haven't seen him really. He's been in hiding. I keep telling him that, you know, four losses isn't bad here. You know, my Bulldogs have four losses too, but he doesn't want to hear it. The dude is delusional and I I just don't get it, but we shall see. Maybe the Tigers got something up their sleeve. Uh, Central Florida is but a three point favorite in this game. So uh, come on Tigers. What you got? I like Central Florida though. So that's going to, that's going to do it as far as uh, the big championship uh, games go. So, and there's some big ones. A lot to be said. Um, the only team that's not doing anything is Notre Dame, and they're just sitting there at three. They're sitting there at the three spot. Uh, you got to wonder if a uh, a good Oklahoma performance pushes them ahead of Notre Dame. You have to wonder if a good Ohio State performance pushes them ahead of Notre Dame and out. But uh, the thing is, I think Notre Dame is safe regardless because – Unless the only reason I would say Notre Dame falls out is if obviously if Clemson loses, I don't see Clemson losing against Pitt. All right. So Clemson's good. Um, Do I I don't see Georgia beating Alabama so that they're gone. So Oklahoma, Ohio state could slide into there, but um, the best chance that Notre Dame has of retaining their, their spot, I think is if Georgia beats Alabama. And even then, even then, say it's a it's a close game. Unless it's going to be a close game. If Alabama does happen to just happen to by chance end up on the losing end of this game, it's got to be a one point game, two point game best. And they might not even fall out of the top four. I mean, let's just be real. So who, who knows if Notre Dame not playing a championship game, if that's going to bite them or not. That's kind of what I'm the point I'm getting at, but uh, we shall see. So it's going to be a good weekend for college football. Here we are. Regular season's over. Championship weekend is here. 
Uh, we're going to get a clear, defined bowl schedule coming up after this week. Um, the college football playoffs will be set the four teams to go head to head. So it's going to be awesome. College football. Kudos to you. Another good season. Uh, here come, Here's the postseason. NFL. NFL. Big one tomorrow night in Dallas. My 10 and 1 Saints are hitting the road. And, and here we come, Cowboys. Demarcus Lawrence has laid out the welcome mat for us. If you didn't catch Demarcus Lawrence's line, you know, I'm not really going to go into all the obscenities on, on this podcast right here. I'm trying to keep a wholesomeness to it. Just check it out. I'm sure you have, but just read Demarcus Lawrence, you know, quote, New Orleans Saints, something like that, and you'll find it. He was dropping columnist MFers and uh, choking our, you know, choking our ass out and stuff and basically just hitting our offense in the mouth. And uh, and when we when we get hit in the mouth, he says that, you know, we're not going to be scoring a lot of points. Things aren't going to be going our way. And once we're down on ourselves, that's when the the choking of the ass out comes into play. So I don't know. Part of me thinks Demarcus Lawrence is kind of intimidated, but uh, and this might just be his defense mechanism. But we're gonna see. We're gonna we're gonna see real soon. But uh, he is a stud on that defense, and you know if his if that galvanizes his his squad, then you know. More power to him. All right. More power to him. So uh, I like the comments, actually. And you know what? You know who else likes them? You know who else loves them? And that's Sean Payton. That's Sean Payton. Yeah, Sean Payton talks smack, too. Sean Payton, uh, you know, he's he's kind of a hard ass. All right. He is. He, he really is. And he's he's out there on the field, stuff that we don't really get to see. But you hear it. You watch enough. You hear enough. He's talking smack to those players that right there on the field with him. I mean, he, he's on the sideline, but he's still he is very much involved in the game as far as the the way it's going, the ebbs and flows, getting to players from the opposing teams, getting in his own players. Really, uh, he is he's very much into the game and involved with what's going on all phases of it. So, uh, I think Sean Payton, if if the Saints needed any more motivation uh, for for whatever reason. They, they just got it. They just got it. So we shall see. Uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup. I have to point out the fact that Ezekiel Elliott is the NFL's leading rusher and the Saints are the leading run defense at uh, just under 80 yards a game given up. Now, you could say that, you know, uh, teams are having success throwing it on us. So really no need to, th- to run it as much. Yeah, there's uh, maybe. Uh, you could say that we're up. We're up in games. I mean, teams are forced to throw. So, yeah, that could be true, too. So it's a mixture, but we're going to find out because uh, whether Tyron Smith for Dallas plays or not uh, on the offensive line there, uh, these guys are going to be ready. And this is, this is going to be their key to, to victory, I do believe. If the Cowboys can run the ball effectively – 
mix in the play action, get Dak out, you know, rolled out on the perimeter, you know, hitting the hitting the throws. I mean, Dak can make the throws. If he if he's got a running game and a line blocking, he can make all the throws and with with you know room to spare. Okay. Um, if they're if they control the time of possession, one thing the Saints have done very well this season is control the time of possession. And uh, other than that week one game against Tampa Bay, they've controlled pretty much the the tempo of the game, the pace of the game, the style of play. They've pretty much controlled every game for the most part. So they're gonna they're gonna look to. They know Dallas is gonna want to come in and do that. A very thing to them, and because I think that's the key to victory for the Dallas Cowboys, a big part of it. The other part of it is their stingy defense, and Dallas does have a stingy defense, and I, I say that in a you know a complimentary way. They're going to have to force a couple turnovers. They're going to have to come at us. Demarcus Lawrence is going to have to you know walk it like he talked it. Uh, Teron Armstead is out. Left tackle for the Saints, so that's a that's a blow. But my guy Jermon Bushrod it has been holding it down at left tackle. Every other offensive lineman is healthy. Every other wide receiver is healthy for the Saints, including Traquan Smith. Every other running back is healthy. Uh, Drew Brees is healthy. The defense is healthy. I, I could have just said Teron Armstead is the only player out in this game. That's it. That's it. And uh, let's not forget Ted Ginn Jr. is he's on the way back as well, getting ready for his former team. So the Saints are in a very wonderful spot right now. Would have been even better if the Chiefs had pulled out the game against the Rams with that number one seed. But, you know, control what they can control. This is going to be a very good game. Saints Cowboys. I'm not looking. uh, I'm not looking as a fan. I'm not looking past Dallas at all. At all. So if I'm not, I got to believe the Saints are not. I got to believe Sean Payton, a former uh, assistant coach in Dallas. um, I got to think he's going to have something special coming back uh, to a place he once resided. So looking forward to it. It's going to be an exciting night. Anytime Dallas is on the tube, um, a lot of America is watching. And that's just that's just the facts. So the Cowboys get a chance to show out. Demarcus Lawrence gets this, gets a chance to back up um, his his mighty words. The Saints get a chance to show out on the road where they are. Knock on my desk here. Knock on wood. They are five and zero on the season, which is an awesome mark. But uh, they we'll, we will see if they can continue that uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, both teams are getting a full week's rest as both teams did play on Thanksgiving. So it's crazy to think we're already a week after Thanksgiving, but yep, here we are. So should be, it should be a great game. Can't express it enough. I'm excited. I'm very excited about it, but let's move on. All right, let's move on more NFL action to get to a couple of notes on some of these games. uh, But for the most part, I'm just going to give you uh, who I think is going to pull it out and why. Okay. All right. Ravens Falcons. This was actually the first game I came up on. It's a noon game Sunday, and it's the last game I picked because I'm torn. I'm really torn. I'm going to go with Atlanta. I'm going to go with Atlanta in this game at home. Call me foolish. They are four and seven on the season, and the the light is barely flickering. It's it's 
faintly flickering. They have to win this game. The Ravens are six and five. They also need to get as many wins as uh, uh, in their corner as they can, as you would expect. So they are in a tight division. They are not out of the division race in the AFC North. They are fighting for a wild card spot currently, but uh, they need every game. Uh, I think they're going to bring a good game. Lamar Jackson, it should be a very good game to watch. I'm going to take the home team, though. I'm going to take Atlanta. Broncos at Bengals, 5-6 and six versus 5-6. and six. A few noteworthy items. Andy Dalton benched last game against Cleveland. He is out again this, this week. He actually has a, uh, a thumb injury. So he's, he's on IR. He's gone. So Jeff Driscoll, the former Gator, is stepping in. He actually did step in in relief uh, last week, as uh, as I mentioned, Andy Dalton was sat down. But uh, Jeff Driscoll, it's his show, and he gets A.J. Green back, which is nice. A.J. said he doesn't care if the team is 0-15. He's coming back. So that tells you what type of player A.J. Green is. He is a stud. Even with getting uh, A.J. back, uh, the Broncos uh, coming off a huge win against Pittsburgh. Now, unless they just have a freaking emotional letdown from that game, I like them in this game. I have a check mark by them in this game. Give me the Broncos. 10 and 1 Rams, 4 and 7 Lions. Now, this would, this would, I, I picked the Rams. All right. Check mark by the Rams. This is the kind of game the Lions could maybe pull out, though. They beat the Patriots at home. Uh, man, who did they beat? Uh, they beat someone else. They're four and seven, but they they play much better at home than on the road for sure. So uh, if they're going to get the Rams, it's going to be at home. But I don't see it happening Sunday. I just don't. Give me the Rams. Two and nine Cardinals versus the four six and one Packers. Their playoff hopes also faintly flickering. I like the Packers in this game. Improve five six and one and hang on. For another week at least. Bills, Dolphins, four and seven Bills, five and six Dolphins. Both teams technically in it, that AFC South. Uh, I like the Dolphins at home in this game. Give me the Dolphins in this one uh, to get to 500, six and six. Bears, eight and three versus the Giants, three and eight. I mean, I do love me some number 13 on the New York Giants. I'm not going to lie. And, uh, when number 10 gets it to them, you know, it's it's a pretty awesome thing to see. So uh, I like the Bears, though. I like the Bears a lot. I think they're uh, they're the, probably the most improved team in the league, uh, just spitballing from last year. They've got a lot of weapons on the offensive side of the ball, and we, and we know how stingy their defense is. So I like them on the road, but just watch out. Watch out for the Giants. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know, but I have a check mark by the Bears for sure. Panthers at Buccaneers. I have the Panthers in this game. But if the Saints beat the Cowboys and the Panthers lose to the Buccaneers, the Saints are NFC South champions. That would be awesome. That would be so awesome. Uh, so come on, Bucks. What you got, Buccaneers, Winston? What you got? 
I got the Panthers in this game, though. I got to think the Panthers get the ship righted because they are in a three-game losing streak right now. Uh, Colts, Jaguars, six and five Colts, three and eight Jaguars. No Leonard Fournette for the Jags. Blake Bortles benched uh, in the game. They're on a seven-game losing streak. Uh, this would be a huge letdown for the Colts if they if they mess this one up. But look for the Jaguars to play spoiler in this one. Uh, but I like the Colts. Browns four six and one at Houston eight and three Texans. Give me the Texans in this game for sure. Uh, I do love me some uh, Baker Mayfield though, and the Browns. I'm digging. I'm digging what they're doing, man. They're, they've got a lot of fight in them. So uh, I like the Texans more though, especially at home. Jets three and eight versus the Titans five and six. Look, nothing needs to be said, but you know, right? Let's go Titans. Go Titans. Go. Uh, need to get need to get back to five hundred and make a push these last four games. All right. It starts with the Jets. Do not let the Jets come into Nashville and 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 push you around. All right. Can't let it happen. Give me the Titans in that game. Chiefs nine and two versus the Raiders two and nine. Uh, yeah. No way. Chiefs coming off the bye week. I like them big in this game. Vikings 6-4-1 against the Patriots 8-3. It's America's game of the week Sunday afternoon, and that's a good one. That's a marquee matchup right there. I like that matchup a lot. I'll take the Patriots at home. Uh, Vikings dropped to 6-5-1, and and uh, but this, they're still right, at, right there in the wild card. This will be a huge win for Minnesota. Huge win for Minnesota to go into Foxborough and 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 walk out with a win. So I like the Patriots though. 49ers two and nine, Seahawks six and five. No way do the 49ers, you know, I, I just don't see them playing spoiler in this game and the Seahawks slipping up. So give me Seattle uh to to pick up another win, get to seven wins on the season. Chargers eight and three, Steelers seven, three and one. It's the Sunday night game. Another one, man, a great marquee matchup right here. Went back and forth on this one a little bit, almost pulled the trigger on the Chargers, but I'm going with the Steelers. I'm going with the Steelers. I'm going to move on before I change my mind. Redskins at Eagles. It's the Monday night game, six and five Redskins, five and six Eagles. The Redskins are just, I don't know. I think they're going to fight. I think they're going to fight, but I have the champs. I have the champs getting to six and six. Uh, so that would be Eagles six and six, Redskins six and six. And uh, as I pick the Saints, hopefully that goes down. That would put the Cowboys at six and six, all tied in first in the NFC East. Uh, I, I believe that. I believe that's what's going to happen. So. But we shall see. Man, as always, as always, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, love getting to do this. Don't have a title yet still, so maybe in the outro. Y'all have a great one. Uh, December's almost here. I'm going to get another podcast laid down here in a couple nights, so look forward to that. Thank you for the support, man. Uh, follow us on all our social media platforms. Feedback, give us some feedback. Uh, Anchor, download the Anchor app, shoot us a voice message, uh, and we'll play it on the next podcast. Be some cool stuff to incorporate. And uh, we got some guests coming up. I promise. I promise you we do. Uh, It's going to be fun. So just look forward to it. We got plenty of time. And, uh, you know, 
We're going to keep filling it with, with second door on the left episodes. So y'all just keep hanging around. All right. God bless. Take care of each other. Y'all be easy. Peace. Classic song right there. 90s country for you. Shout out Joseph House. How you doing, brother? We miss you. Maybe one day again. Oh, I feel it. You're going to be a guest on the show again, brother. <laughs> and we're going to talk about 90s country. A good bit of it. You know what? We might even have Matt Harding on. Matt Harding, you like my 90s country, don't you? Who else likes 90s country? I'm talking about diving into this thing. I got two hours I can do on my phone. We'll, we'll record it straight from my phone. Two hours worth of 90s country. All right. Easy. Uh, Should have been a cowboy. You know, I always associated that song with the Dallas Cowboys. And I, I grew up not liking the Dallas Cowboys. So, uh, you know, but obviously that's not what Toby Keats talked about. Toby Keats talking about getting out there with the horses and stuff. And I think I could do that. I think I could do that. But a little tidbit, I was a Dallas. I wasn't. <laughs> I was a cowboy at one point for uh, one year. Yeah. Uh, I was a cowboy in a good old little league football. So, Yep, the good old days back in the day. But uh, hope it's a good game. Hope the Saints come out on top. This has been the outro. I still don't know the title of what the title of the episode is going to be. But uh, so, you know, you will have known listening to this podcast, something I didn't know and I kept bringing up and it's probably pretty annoying. With that, we're going to close this thing out. We'll be back in a couple of nights. Thanks for the support, y'all. We'll see you next time. Peace.